Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show. This week we are talking about sacrifice. No, not the Elton John song, but the sacrifice that we all make in our conscious decisions to deploy our assets in different ways. Whether that's the way you deploy your money, your focus, your time, or your behavior, they're all conscious decisions. And when they're in alignment, you'll be blown away where it can take you. We'll explore that and more in the podcast. See you on the other side. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter, and as always, my offsider and co-host, Mitchell Laurential. Thank you for having me on the show, Mr. Baxter. That cheeky little grin of yours, I'm going to wipe that in a second because we're going to talk about the whole notion of sacrifice. Now, I would say that you and I are experts in this topics in in this topic, excuse me, in different areas of life. Although for our listeners out there, we're going to explore multiple areas of sacrifice and how it ultimately leads to a success. Mm, sacrifice doesn't sound much fun, does it? It sounds like you're giving up something and nobody really likes uh, from a human needs perspective, you know, something being taken away or giving up. But in, in reality, it's one of the major planks on the deck, I think, of of certainly self-discipline. Uh, and, and we're going to talk, I guess, in terms of delayed gratification by, you know, not necessarily getting the prize today, but reinvesting it for the prize down the line, uh, whether that's in terms of money, whether it be health, whether it's in happiness, uh, a whole raft of different areas there. So very, very important part of the game plan. So defining success, AB, as we were kicking the can around prior to this episode, Mm -hmm. is the work you put in today for the benefit of tomorrow. Yeah, I guess it's to try and be a better person or better version of yourself tomorrow. And if you improve each and every day in terms of who you are, where you're at, what you're doing, I think that's a that's a great trajectory to set. It's also, you know, it's a, it's a fairly modest goal too. So small changes day in, day out, which go towards creating habit and sacrifices is indeed part of that. And, and I think, yeah, as I say, sacrifice doesn't sound much fun, but it's such an important building block in terms of building resilience. And I think resilience is undoubtedly, you know, one of the core ingredients for success. When everything's moving along in the right way uh, and doing what it should be, uh, it's easy to make money. It's easy to uh, to do a lot of different things in your life. Uh, but when things get a little bit tough, I guess that's what separates the weak from the chaff, the strong from the weak, and ultimately the successful from those that are less successful and perhaps more frustrated. Uh, and that's the fact that they just don't simply have the resilience to grind through uh, and turn what may be a more challenging situation or opportunity into something that is an absolute winner. And, and, and sacrifice is a major part of that. I love that. That's a really good rundown. And I think where we're at, economically speaking, AB, in the world right now, there's plenty of challenges being presented to us. So why is sacrifice so important right now? I think firstly, you know, sacrifice is a deliberate decision that you make. In other words, there's an element of control with it. So if you choose to spend less money on something, if you choose to uh, eat one less potato from the buffet, uh, if you choose to read another book uh, to to learn more skills, um, that is a conscious decision that you're making to invest in your future, a better future, a healthier future, either a richer future, a financially better future, a more knowledgeable future, whatever it may be. But it's a conscious decision. And I think, you know, ultimately success comes down to the ability that you have have to make decisions and many many people are, will shirk away from making a decision a it's easier to do nothing than something and b the pressure we put on ourselves what if the decision i make is wrong so you know making a decision to um sacrifice something right now um, is, a, is a paying forward mechanism. It builds up enormous muscle memory uh, and, and that human resilience that you can give things up to have a better better opportunity or a better something down the line. And it's a test of character. It's a massively, massively important one. I think without it, um, you, you find yourself in a position where 
you do well in the easy times, but when times chop up a little bit rough, you know, you, you found wanting and, and you kind of run for the hills. So, you know, it's such an important thing, even though it sounds painful, it's not, it's a deliberate choice that you're making to build that mental muscle memory to be a better person or better at something uh, in some way, shape or form. So it's crucial. Resilience, can't talk enough about it, reading a fantastic book at the moment. And I'm, I'm going to, I'll keep the title up my sleeve if I may for the minute, uh, but I'm going to work on getting the author or authors, one or at least one of them, uh, on this podcast, because you know, it specifically is in that area of resilience uh, in human nature, how it applies to so many different areas and, and, and how valuable it is. So let's break it down into some some core areas. Um, Kick off with money. That's our bread and butter. Well, that is our bread and butter, isn't it? And I guess you know, an, an example of sacrifice as far as money is concerned now is maybe, particularly if we're teetering on the edge of a recession, uh, is to elect to spend less. Uh, in order to have more money to invest, to grow your financial f- uh, position in the future. So take the hit now, maybe it involves, you know, not going out for dinner on the weekend once a month uh, instead of twice a month, for example, or, you know, one less drink at the bar or a slightly cheaper bottle of wine or what, you know, whatever it might be in, in terms of whatever your spending habits may look like. And don't get me wrong, there's absolutely nothing wrong with spending. Uh, it's a good thing to do. Uh, if it gives you pleasure uh, for the for the right reasons, it's a fantastic thing to do and it's a reward in life. But, and you know, in, in essence, some spending is, is a necessity. It's not a luxury in terms of what you do. If you've got the ability to make that decision, going back to the whole framework, if you will, of what a sacrifice is, the conscious decision, hey, I know I can do this, but I'm not going to. Because if I don't spend that now and I reinvest it in this way with the skills that I have, it's going to be worth X, Y, Z a little further down the line. And that's going to be far more useful for me and my family down the line than it is to have have a new pair of sneakers today it's interesting you say that and i think when it comes to money as well those very basic habits of not spending or having a budget Mm. then creates the opportunity for you to then invest and the whole notion of investing is putting away money or investing money today for benefits down the line really interesting i mean you know this is monday we're recording this as always and 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 i I think it was on 60 minutes last night there was talk of you know interest rates are going up and families are now struggling to make ends meet and you know these uh, mortgage payments are going through the roof and yeah, interest rates are relatively low at the moment. So there's the capacity for such substantial pain to come down the line that will require sacrifice. Um, and, um, and 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 that might be something that's forced on people. That's a little bit different from choice. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, that 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 notion of getting your, your money working a lot harder by being smart with it. Budgeting is a crucial part of any kind of financial journey. You need to spend less than what you earn if you want to be successful financially. If you continually spend more than what you earn, ultimately the music stops, you run out of coin, it's game over. So it's a very, very important part of it is budgeting. And if you can play with that budget uh, in a way that it becomes a game uh, mentally, is then it doesn't even feel painful when you sacrifice something, you're actually playing that mental game with you. And you know, it's, it's interesting when you look in, in, in particularly in military uh, type operations. And I've got a couple of clients that are in that space. I've got a couple of family members that are also in that space. And that ability to deliberately expose yourself to significant discomfort and be comfortable being uncomfortable is a major part of military training. And what it ensures is that in a battlefield situation, the mental resilience uh, is there and the sacrifice was put in at training earlier on to make sure that when the training was done, you trained harder than you'll ever have to fight. So the fighting bit becomes easier. 
strange analogy to use, but in the same way when it comes to money, it's that if you make the tough decision today to spend less, down the line, you're going to be in a significantly better position because the pool of asset that you have and the income that you can draw from that pool of asset um, is, is really quite substantial. And then you get lots of choice. The good thing is you've probably already built that mental resilience earlier on where even though you can have stuff, you choose not to because you know that you're not fulfilled with those things. So to put you on the spot here, AB, if anyone is a major spender listening mm. in here where they can't control their budget, they spend everything they earn, they take mm. home a thousand bucks a week, they spend the whole lot. What's your piece of advice to those people? Yeah, try and project that forward and see where it's going. Uh, it's the first thing because I think if you if you can see what the outcome is of your activity and actions, good and bad, it starts to give you a little bit of emotional leverage to use on yourself so you know in the instance where you're spending all that you earn say okay if this carries on in 10 15 20 years time where are you going to be are you still going to be renting in which case you're at the mercy particularly at the moment of whatever the landlord wants to charge you to live somewhere um are you going to own your own place are you going to be in a position where you are purely reliant week to week on what you do for a living as opposed to having money coming in from other sources, a second, third, fourth uh, stream of income. You might have bought an investment property and you've got rent coming in. You may have bought a, uh, built a portfolio of shares and have your gains coming from that. Um, you know, if you've taken, or are you going to be stuck going, I've got to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week to make ends meet and I don't have any choice because I didn't make the sacrifice earlier on. So look and see where this is going to take you in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And if that's where you want to be, fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. If it's not where you want to be, if it's something that should that happen to you, you're going to be a bit resentful about it. Go, oh, it's not fair. I've got to do this. Other people have got all this going on. Then now's the time to take action and and, and start on that that game plan, if you will, of, of of changing course. And it doesn't have to be a radical shift in course. You know, just start saving five percent of your salary to start with, then work it up to ten percent more if you can get there and get in the habit of becoming a regular saver. Uh, you know, maybe lose the um, afterpay habit if that's something that's helped put you in that vulnerable financial position. Um, get a second account to put your savings in so that you've got them separated and segregated. Basic steps. But the idea is that you're then starting to create uh, an asset pool that you can start to invest with. And it's not going to be a lot to start with. And it takes time. You know, making money, serious money, takes time. Just like building fitness takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. You've got to do the work and be consistent about that. And in the same way, save a bit each week, build it up, and you start on your journey of investing from there and see where that journey takes you. And if you've got the ability to, you know, if you're pulling a thousand bucks a week um, after tax uh, and you're able to save, you know, a hundred bucks of that a week, that's five grand a year. If you get that really working well and start to compound it, okay, you're not going to be buying a private island in the Caribbean, but you're going to be in a damn sight better position. And it's the process that everybody has to go through if they want to establish a level of financial control versus life ruling them you got to work for money. And if you don't do that, there's no safety net. Well, I love that, AB. Mm. Golden nuggets all mm. throughout that, no doubt. Our listeners will be able to resonate mm. for sure. Speaking of which, let's talk about health. This is arguably one of my favorite sectors of mm. life when it comes to sacrifice. How would you define sacrificing yourself to be better and more healthy? Yeah, it comes down to probably two or three key areas, or probably four areas, actually. I mean, we can talk about mental health, which is that positivity in your own mindset, um, where you control your mind, it doesn't control you, which is a huge part of the resilience 
process. Um, you know, you can see people in an adverse situation and they just lay down in the fetal position and, and just cop it and other people come out swinging because they've built a mental hardness. So that mentality is is huge in terms of mental fitness. Um, I think, you know, health particularly comes down to, you know, your exercise, but also comes down to your inputs as well. Um, you know, I don't mind having a drink. I'm not a boozer, never have been, um, but I love wine. Uh, I love whiskey. I love beer. In fact, I'll probably like most things, but <laughs> but I don't go realistic on it. So if we have a bottle of wine at home, it'll probably last two nights, and it's not because we're stingy. We've got thousands of bottles of wine in our cellar at home, but it's just I don't want to drink it for the sake of it. It's nice to have a glass of wine with my wife. It's our evening routine after the kids have gone to bed, and we're maybe getting some level of um, resilience back into ourselves after wrestling five of them uh, five of them down to, to, the, to their rooms and whatnot. But you know, it's just part of our evening routine, and that's our time to talk. What was your day like? Da-da-da-da-da. And it's a really nice social thing to do, as opposed to you know having a little hip flask and having a, a crafty nip uh, out of that every five minutes to get through the day so yeah but again you know that's a that's a, it's, it's not a sacrifice it's a conscious decision to say look i could have a bottle of wine every night i could have 10 bottles of wine every night if i wanted to but there's a consequence to that and uh, if that's your mo that's what you like to do that's okay it's your journey everyone's got a different journey but it's those small decisions that start to lay um layer up we talk about eating you know and I, 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 i'm a big guy and i've been very active in my younger years and now i'm a little more sedentary i'm paying a price for the fact that my appetite for food hasn't quite picked up the fact that i'm not as active as i used to be <laughs> and that balance is not quite there i guess after a month in italy which i've got coming up we'll see who wins on that uh, particular battle um um, but again, you know, sacrificing, what do you eat? What kind of food is it? Do you eat healthily or do you eat conveniently? Um, and the sacrifice might be having to cook fresh food. And it's not really a sacrifice. It's a pleasure anyway, if you want to see it through that particular lens. Um, but for some people, oh, I just don't have time for cook. don't know what to do. It's, it all looks hard work and you know, vegetables and some steamed fish doesn't sound that much fun or whatever it may be. I'll just go and grab a burger on the way home or I'll get an Uber Eats or whatever it may be. Now, there's two things in there. One is the fact that it costs quite a lot more money to go the Uber Eats route in the first instance. Uh, and, and secondly, um, are the health ramifications of that and the sacrifice on one level is you've got to sacrifice some time to cook versus waiting for somebody to knock on your door with your food. But the long-term ramification of that, the sacrifice you could be making is your long-term health because you're not necessarily eating as well. And the last one uh, is, of course, exercise. Uh, and I know that, you know, oh, it's no point in me talking to you about this because you could write and have written the books on this sort of stuff. <laughs> the, the reality is that, yeah, it's a sacrifice to not go to the gym. Yes, it is, because it's easier to sit in the car and, and, and go home and, 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 and have some downtime there than maybe it is to go and hit the gym. And then when you get to the gym, it's another sacrifice then. Do you have an easy workout and you talk to a couple of mates and lean on the lean on the curls machine or, or do you flog? flog yourself pretty hard and come out with that massive uh, endorphin release of, of really physically taking your body to the limit. The sacrifice is that hurts, but it's a conscious decision to do it. But the offset for that down the line hopefully is a significantly longer and significantly higher quality life because of the sacrifice of doing that now. It's a, yeah, it's a great little analysis and I guess it probably ties into my third point here, AB, and we can kind of connect them is downtime. So personal development versus personal mm. consumption. If, <laughs> if part That's of your, line. right. If your part of your downtime involves making sacrifices. So we'll use the example that you've mentioned plenty of times is a money date. 
Hmm. So you're you're talking about budgeting and whatnot, although you're having dinner and talking about it with your partner or going to the gym becomes fun after Hmm. a certain period of time when you've got a handle on it. It's that game you play with yourself, right? Right. Hmm. So your personal development is making sacrifices and they're enjoyable Hmm. versus personal consumption. So if we could get the difference between those in your on your. Analysis. I, th- I think you have to have some level of color in life, and, and what you choose to make color is again, yeah, it's a it's a conscious decision. These are all choices. None of this is thrust upon you, saying this is it. We're all adult. Uh, we've all got freedom in what we do. So you know, the important thing to see here is that you've got a choice on which pathways to take. And as always, you know, take what you want, leave what you don't. Um, that notion of uh, of how you spend your downtime says a lot about you. So, you know, for some people, and there's a terrific book, it's called The Third Way, and it's uh, it's it's a transition, and it, I found this really useful, particularly now I, I largely work from home. Um, previously, after work, you know, I'd go for a train, I'd drive home, get home, and you, you, you're in a very different state of mind to, to, to live in the office, whereas now when I work from home, my, my journey home is about a 40-metre walk from my office past my gym to the lounge where the family are, and so... Having that decompression, if that's what you want to call it, where you can change gear from being in work mode, whatever that may be, into family mode or husband or wife mode or whatever it may be, it requires a level of of transition, number one. And, and some people find that transition um, might be just flopping in front of the TV and, and, and just letting it wash over you for half an hour and you go, right, okay, that's the day finished and move into the next phase. Other people have got different mechanisms for that. But what you choose to do in that in that personal space is, is massive. And, and I've always been uh, an advocate for reading. I'm a voracious reader and, and, and I try and work on at least it's about a two to one ratio so and it's not conscious it just happens to sort of fall that way unless you get on a really good roll in which case you don't want to stop but book wise i always usually try and work on about two personal development type books and then maybe a biography or history book or something that i I find of interest that's not necessarily in the personal development space and and that's a brilliant downtime exercise because you're also growing you're adding to your knowledge Uh, if it's a personal development book you're learning about something new psychology motivation health organic farming in my case whatever it may be so you're learning something Um, so you're still growing and I think that notion of of growing is really important because if you're able to grow you're able to make better quality decisions and the better quality decisions you make in the moment whether that's better quality sacrifices or better quality action steps the better quality future you have is, is sort of as simple as that. At the same time, we all need a clock off mechanism too if we don't want to burn out. And, and, and you know, there's, there's only so many slices you can carve the cake into before it starts to crumble. Maybe that's why my wife and I have a glass of wine every night. But, you know, the, the, the reality is, um, you know, how you steal yourself through that and go, look, I'm home. Yeah, I, I should probably do something positive or I can just sit here and vegetate. Sometimes you need to vegetate. You do. Watch a game of Every footy, watch a, watch a movie for the 10th time, whatever it might be. That's that's good to do too because it just gives you a, a, a decompression and, and you can be game off for a period of time. And that is important. And that's also a sacrifice because you're sacrificing personal development time, but you're sacrificing that small amount of personal development time to rebalance yourself to then go again. So it's not downtime and wasted time. It actually plays a role in this if you think about it in the right way. If you've got more toxic ways of spending your downtime, and there are plenty of those, you know, mostly in the illicit space, I suppose, or endlessly scrolling on Facebook or whatever it might be, that's a little bit different because you are sacrificing time there, but there's not really any ultimate 
upside to that you're just literally losing yourself and you know, I saw uh, funny enough scrolling on Facebook uh, saw an advert on there and it was quite interesting it was asking you know what your age was and how much time you spend scrolling and and there's a depression uh, and sort of there's a depression curve based on how much you spend uh, scrolling on social media against age because you're trying to escape from yeah it's quite an interesting wow, article okay. it's a bit background read on that it's a bit of personal development for you there Thank too you. Um, and, 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 and so yeah you know it's, it's about balance it's about no Knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it, and I think that's probably more than anything, you know, to, to put a ribbon around those different areas is how deliberate is the action that you're taking. So if you're deliberately sacrificing something versus it's thrust upon you is very different. And I think if you can take very deliberate actions consciously because you've got a game plan and you know where it's taking you and the action that you're taking, the sacrifice you're making today is very deliberately because you know it's going to help lead you to a better place tomorrow or down the line, then that's a pretty smart thing to do. Absolutely, you do the hard yards now for the choice later, hmm. right? And you get to the stage where you're already fit enough, you've been in the gym enough times that if you really want to miss today's workout because you've got something else on, it has no effect. I bet you don't though, because the habit's not. ingrained. And, and, and that mental game that you're playing with yourself doesn't happen. It's, it's, and that then is a, a really conscious and unconscious decision to always be putting yourself on the right side of the ledger you know this is a fascinating area of of human development and i know one thing where we're talking about um you know sacrifices and that's never ever sacrifice your values never your reputation that's something that's uh that's a that's a non-negotiable i like that so sacrifice your important that's something never to never to sacrifice ever under any circumstance don't ever compromise your values if you believe in something stand up for what you believe in um don't 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 ever wane on that and literally the same thing i, I guess with your reputation but this notion of you know what we do today shapes our future is easy to have a, a bad day but you've got to be very careful that a bad day doesn't turn into a bad week and a bad week becomes a bad month, which becomes a bad quarter, which becomes a bad year. This is about holding yourself accountable and, and, and you know, in, in, in the instance or language pattern around sacrifice, you know, sacrificing today. Yeah, I didn't have a great day today. I didn't get everything done what I, I needed to. And I'm prepared to sacrifice today because of X. So if I take my day today, for example, you know, I'm heading off to Europe for a month tomorrow and my sacrifice today is there's an awful lot of stuff that I need to get done today and my time is pretty finite. The sacrifice is I've chosen to push the things I need to get done out of the way in order that I can spend one-on-one -on -one time with most of the team here because that's more important to spend that time because that will yield far more over the next month by giving them a very clear set of intention and I guess the endorsement that they've got my confidence to do what they need to do, et cetera, et cetera, versus going through the stuff I've got to do. I'll pull a late one tonight, I'll catch up with it and that's fine. I'll sacrifice whatever my, well, I'll sacrifice my glass of wine with my wife, but I'll, I'll get this stuff done later on today. I'll just move it down the line a little bit because it's more important to spend that time with our people today, face to face. So Good first things first, right? Yeah. As in, and if you've got a clear set of priorities and a clear game plan, and again, this is all deliberate stuff. It's not been taken away from you. It's a conscious decision to say, hey, I know I've got to get all this done today, but it's more important. It's significantly more important that I spend my one-on-one -on -one time with these people to talk about these things, to set them up for the next month, because as a team, the greater good of what we'll achieve over that month will be far bigger than if I just go into my shell and get my stuff done and get on the plane and oh, I've got everything done. But I've got a team that's left behind. Perhaps it doesn't have the level of clarity on where they need to be at the end of the month. 
Well, AB, you've sacrificed a lot, so I do hope that that trip to Italy is as relaxing as it sounds like it would be <laughs> and uh, those board shorts around the, the Villa Brequins around the pool and whatever else that comes with that sounds like really fun. Sounds like a bit of fun indeed and it will be and I, I guess again the, the, there's sacrifices around there you know it's that whatever you do there's a trade-off and the trade-off for our kids they've got to sacrifice I think they're missing a couple of weeks of school so that's a conscious decision that we've made to take them out of school to do that however you know we've been fairly structured in what we've done with it and say look you're not having two weeks off school it's just what you're going to learn is going to be different so they've got journals got polaroid cameras to take some photos of some of the old stuff to put into their journal as they're going through and they're going to be learning some different things uh, about two of them have been to italy before but uh, the other little ones haven't and they, they don't have the schoolwork it's the big two i'm talking about um but you know so even though it's a sacrifice and they're not at school it's going to be a productive use of that time because their understanding of um you know the the italy the mediterranean a bit more about food a bit more about history the empire all of those different things are areas that will grow so you know again it's a it's a mindset thing miss two weeks off school yeah that's not good but you can use that and the trade-off is you can put that in a positive way just like not ordering that extra um round of drinks that gives you the extra 30 bucks this week in your pocket and you go well what can you do with 30 bucks but if that's a habitual lifetime habit that's how you'll become a multi multi millionaire AB, love it. Thank you very much for your insight today. That was awesome. Absolute pleasure. Anytime. There you have it, guys. Make sure you give us a review and a rating, and we'll look forward to hosting you next week.